Hi, welcome to the Target Outcome Podcast. I'm Steve Grady. It's great to have you with me today. We're in the Powerglass Pipeline Season 5, and it's Episode 6, the Consider Stage. Now, this is an interesting part of the prospect funnel. If you go back when we talked about the whole Powerglass Pipeline concept, we reviewed the four C's, where you have start with cold relationships, and then you're going to warm them up into and create a customer relationship. So in the cold phase, we had awareness, knowledge, and interest. Now in the developing the customer phase, we're going to really show how we solve their challenges through the consider, intent, and buy stages. So today we're going to focus on consider. And this is where prospects now are becoming product aware. Remember up in awareness, they were becoming problem aware. And then as we got through the knowledge and interest phase, they became solution aware. And now they're really drilling down and trying to understand what products and services are going to solve their problem and who is the best company or person to work with them and to buy from. So your content here focuses on solution benefits and testimony reviews for happy customers. So you're trying to really show you provide the right solution, you're the best guide, the best supplier of the solution, and that many other people have benefited from working with you. So in this stage, case studies in particular with positive outcomes are really impactful to have that conversation with your prospect. It's okay to discuss the choices the prospect may have and show why you are the best choice. You need to acknowledge your competition, it's out there. They're going to find them. They may have already researched them. In some cases, they might know more about them than, than you do even. Um, so it's really important to be open and authentic about what the options are out there so that you can really prove that you are indeed the best solution. Now, for many companies in the B2B space in particular, this is the stage where proposals get created. So let's kind of walk through that process a little bit. Again, we have multiple concepts in this episode. That was kind of the first concept, kind of talking about what the consider stage is. Uh, as we kind of get into concept two now, we understand that in the consider phase, this is often where the sales calls happened. We do some face-to-face -face discussions. They know who you are. You've created interest in your offerings. And this is where you have conversations so they can really get to know you understand what you bring to them, and you can walk them through why you're the best person to work with. Um, so you're going to utilize all the work we've done in the previous stages in terms of content, how to answer their questions and objections in particular, and really help them through the process. Unfortunately, now in the times that, that we're in when I did this podcast, we're, we're in the middle of the pandemic still. Um, you know, most of these are going to take place over Zoom. These kind of conversations are very difficult to hold face-to-face -face anymore, but they still need to happen. It's a critical part of the process. And so I'm going to walk through some of your discovery process and kind of the best way to do that. And the first part of this, our concept two today, is ask the right questions. You really need to use an open-ended question-based discovery process. You're the guide and you're there to serve them, but you really need to go back and sort of answer again and make sure you understand fully the kinds of questions we asked in the awareness and interest phase are, you know, what are their problems, challenges, needs, and wants? You know, what are the symptoms of those problems? What's their desired outcome? What does success look like from solving the problems, the before and after we talked about? How does successful outcome benefit them financially? Again, if we're working B2B, it's almost always about numbers. I mean, 
if it, whether you're B2B or B2C, there's really only kind of three core markets, if you will, that solutions fall into. Either you're helping people with their health, might be their personal health, might be their corporate health, um, wealth, which is pretty obvious in terms of helping people make or save money and become more wealthy, and lots of relationships. Um, most of the time that maybe is a little bit more B2C, but um, certainly there's lots of ways and products and services are going to help corporations and companies work with their relationships either externally or internally with their employees. So it's super critical to ask the right questions. Then you want to find unmet needs. We're drilling down and really need to understand what are the unmet problems and requirements that they have? What's unique about their situation? What's their unsuccessful attempt? So they've tried some things to solve their problems. What were they? Really instructive to know those. What are they currently unable to, to solve the problem themselves? Why do they need help? Why can't they do it themselves? Why are they even looking for somebody to help them in this regard? And so what do you need to understand to make a purchase? So you need to help them um, understand and, and understand yourselves what they're looking for and what they need to do to be comfortable. So these are what's called all the you issues, unmet needs, unique needs, unsuccessful attempts, unable to solve it themselves, and what do they need to understand? So concept four talks about expectations. We've done questions, understanding all the you's, and now we're talking about expectations. And this is usually where things fall apart. And a lot of times things don't get talked about properly. Expectations on both sides of a purchase process are key to creating a successful initial sale and a healthy long-term relationship over time. And so you need to ask the questions around what does success look like? What's the financial upside to you? What does failure look like to you? What's the potential financial downside? What personal benefits do you expect from the purchase? And remember, in even B2B, there's a personal side and a professional side. Um, people will gain a prestige. They'll get emotional um, benefits from buying your product, even in the context of a B2B, um, much less B2C. Um, understanding who else is involved in the purchase. So this is really important to be able to map who is going to be the decision makers? Who's going to be the influencers? And it goes back to your ideal customer personas, understanding who's going to make the decision. One of the really cool concepts is called a heat map for expectations. And imagine, if you will, you've got a four-quadrant grid where on the left-hand side, on the y-axis, you've got impact to purchase. In other words, how important are they to the purchase decision? And across the x-axis on the bottom is how much of a fan are they of your solution? How, how much do they like what you have? So you can imagine if they're high impact, but they don't like what your offer is, that's the red zone. And those are really important people to move out of that category because you really want them, especially if they're impactful to the sale, to like and really appreciate what you have, which is the green zone. And the other zones are, are kind of yellow. So ideally, you need to map where everybody is on that. Understand if you, especially if you have key decision makers in that red quadrant, you've got to get them at least to yellow and ideally to green. So understanding their expectations on a map that is a key to successful selling. Now there's expectations on your side too. What does your company expect? And, and uh, what, uh, you can't overpromise what you can and can't do. Um, so what does success look like 
to your company? What does failure look like to you? And again, you go through all this to make sure who on your team, and you do exactly that, another heat map even of your internal team to understand who's supportive of the sale, um, who's important to making sure you can deliver on your promises. So once now you've asked your questions and you've got your unmet unique needs understood, as well as all the expectations, it's great to put that all in a template. If you're gonna do this over and over and over again, I encourage you to create a discovery template that has all the questions and information you need to gather in this process. That's a really important piece. So concept six today is your solution and proposal construction. So only after you ask all your questions, you understand their unique needs or unmet needs, um, why they can't do and unable to do it themselves, um, and you've documented everybody's expectations, you can now create a solution and or proposal that ideally meets the needs of the prospect. So the outcome here is when you hand this proposal to them, whether it's online, whether it's face-to-face, is that when they receive it, they go, gee, this solution is amazing. It meets all my needs and is ideal for me. And that's because you've really taken the time to understand and customize your solution to give them exactly what they need. And because you spent the time understanding your prospect, they really feel respected and that you are serving them well with your solution. Now, in the context of your solution, let's talk a little bit about ROI and pricing. Now, many purchasing decisions, especially in the B2B world, are predicated on return on investment. And the return is the monetary value your prospect assigns to the benefits of purchasing your product or service. Now, your price is the investment in ROI, the I in ROI. And it's absolutely critical. So many people fail to help their prospect calculate their return and understand how beneficial it is to them. You know, what do you do better than your competition that increases your return? And the whole point of this is if you can't help them calculate the return dollar value, we'll put it in dollar terms, the financial value, your price can't be put into context. So without being able to show how much return they're getting, you can get a lot of pushback of your price is too high. Well, your price is too high because you didn't build the expectations around how much value they're going to get in their return. When you're able to build a big number, you're able to do value pricing and you're not gonna wind up in a red ocean pricing game. This is absolutely critical that you understand how to help your customer calculate the return that can put your uh, price or the investment in a great light and they'll move forward. So that's what we wanted to cover today. Um, you've got your proposal out to your customer, you've given it your best shot, you've walked them through all this, the next stage we're going to get into now is intent because everything's going to winnow down. They're really starting to get excited about solving their problem by buying your product and service. You're the one who has to be chosen, and we'll cover that in the next module. Head over to targetoutcome.com slash powerglass-pipeline to um, get more information. We've got these um, things we talked about today in the show notes, but when you go to the website, you'll be able to see the offer for the Powerglass Pipeline playbook that you can use to document all 12 stages of your Powerglass journey and create all of the activities and programs and projects to really jumpstart your revenues in all the stages of the Powerglass. I look forward to seeing you there, and I look forward to seeing you in our next episode 
on Consider. Take care.